Farmers face many challenges, including unpredictable weather, pests, and market fluctuations. To help with these, farmers turn to their local crop insurance agents for help. I'm Charity Seebecker from the Midwest Farm Report. Jenny Brown, multi-peril specialist team leader for Rural Mutual Insurance, says delays in harvest schedules and the looming December 10th deadline for the end of insurance coverage are some of the biggest concerns that she's hearing from farmers right now. However, she says we still have time and expects things to be on track soon. The biggest one we're getting right now, it's concern about are they going to be able to get their crop out of the field in time and it's I know we're behind schedule on harvest but we have a lot of time you know we've got November we've got December and the end of insurance for grain corn and soybeans is December 10th if we're still looking you know that there's a lot of crop in the field at that point then agents are going to be in touch with their insureds and getting field appraisals or having adjusters come out and look at the crop. But I think a lot of people are going to get a lot of the crop off in the next next two months. I think we'll we'll have some pretty good windows. With that weather that we've had, it's typical Wisconsin. We're, we've gotten everything. But what were some of those tough decisions that they had to make because of that? I think some of the tough decisions were, especially this fall, when to harvest, especially with like moisture and corn Uh, It was difficult for silage, you know, trying to get that perfect window, get in there, get it harvested. And even now, especially on the grain corn, I know a lot of people are chomping at the bit to get harvested. But with really high moisture, people really kind of have to look at what it's going to cost them to dry that corn down. And if it's worth taking it right away while we've got a good window, I I know it's it's really hard to say, well, you know, wait, we have no idea what the weather is going to do. But If leaving that crap out in the field a little longer is going to bring down that moisture, that might save some people some money on drying. But it's it's a real, real tough call to make. What are claim numbers looking like due to that drought and the storm damage that we've had? Claim numbers are up. We're opening a lot of claims just in case. Yields seem like they've been really all over the board. There's been certainly some losses already, but there's also been some really good yields. Even though we haven't had the moisture out there, there have been some pretty good yields. And um, people are just, they're opening claims, we're opening claims, just to be sure. And if someone has crop insurance and they think it might be borderline, I would tell everyone just get a claim open if it's not opened already to be sure. Because the last thing you want is not have a claim open be going over your yields with your agent and then find out, oh, I could have qualified for a little bit of a shallow loss, Uh, especially with the revenue protection because price on corn and beans is down from where it was this spring. Just get those claims open. It never hurts to have that open. It can always be withdrawn, but, you know, better safe than sorry, especially this year with with everything being, you know, so just so much fluctuation across the board. What are you expecting now with corn and soybeans? The biggest question is going to be, you know, does my revenue protection pay out? Or if I had revenue protection, would it have paid out? What we're seeing, it's really early because we don't have a lot of our final numbers in yet, especially with the delay in harvest. But what we're seeing is some claims that we opened didn't qualify for a strict yield loss, but because of the decline in price, it did kick some people into just a shallow revenue loss. So I think we're going to be seeing a little bit more of that once we get more of those yields in. If I think that my field isn't looking good, what do you suggest I do? Do I leave a check strip in or do you advise against that? If you don't have a claim open already and you think you know your field's looking questionable, to call your agent, kind of walk through 
the scenarios with your agent, but most most likely they're just going to open a claim. At this point, check strips, first, they have to be authorized by the insurance company that your your adjuster has to give you permission to leave that check strip and, and give you all the specifics. But best case is just check with your agents. They're going to walk you through, you know, what's going to make sense for your field, for your policy. How does Wisconsin compare on a national scale in terms of the weather conditions and how that's affected our farmers? Kind of the Midwest. I know everyone got in a little bit later than they were planning this spring and harvest has been delayed. I think typically in the Midwest, we're maybe 60 to 80 percent harvested by this point. And this year, you know, obviously, depending on the state, it's very different. But overall, I think this year we're behind and it's maybe only 40 to 60 percent harvested. So definitely a delay, but not the worst we've seen by far. And I know you kind of touched on this already, but what are some of the other things that farmers need to know when it comes to revenue protection and payouts after harvest? The biggest thing is get your yields to your agent as soon as you have them. Um, in case for some reason a claim wasn't opened or it was missed, just get those yields in so you can figure out with your agent if there is a potential loss. The nice part is getting that in now. You're going to know if you're going to have a payout before the end of the year, but sooner the better, just so we've got all of our bases covered for the year. When settling up final payments on the crop insurance side of things, what advice do you have if the weather is potentially going to forbid us to harvest certain parts of that field? If there's parts of the field you're not going to harvest, again, Check with your agent if it's small pocket. Depending on how big it is, you might just end up leaving it till spring. A lot of times it's probably not worth hooking the equipment back up or getting back out there depending on how far away the field is. If it's going to be whole fields, large areas, again, letting your agent know. So if it's going to sit out there over winter, they can have an adjuster come out, do appraisals because the end of insurance on grain, corn, soybeans is December 10th. So if it's going to sit out there till March, they need to do an appraisal on it. They got to know what those yields are. With the tough growing season that we've had, are you expecting to have a bit more business for crop insurance next year? I don't know that there's going to really be a big boost in business. I think a lot of people, um, you know, who are trying to cover their costs, protect themselves, probably already have insurance in some form or another. There's There's certainly people who can self-insure and are doing that. I don't know that we're going to see a big boost in business, but, you know, if this year was concerning to anybody, if they didn't have insurance, I would say it's definitely worth at least having that conversation with an agent just so you know what you're covered for, how it would cover you. So early on, you can decide whether or not that's something to look into for 2024 for, a you know, a coverage. And it's all about that risk management. And there's so many different tools out there for what you've used 10 years ago might not necessarily be what's best to use this year. So how do you suggest farmers really sit down and take a look at their risk management plan for next year? I would say start early. We, um, you know, we typically will start getting together with people January, February of next year. The uh, spring crop insurance deadline is March 15th for corn, beans, um, but we start tracking price in February that doesn't mean it's not worth sitting down with your agent in January. If you kind of know what some of your expenses are going to be, um, you know, especially if everybody's prepaying for fertilizer seed, if you know what your costs are going to be going into 2024, you can at least start having those conversations with your agent about, you know, here's what I'm figuring I need to cover cost per acre wise. 
And depending on what those prices are coming in at, you know, what level of coverage do I need to be at to cover myself? And it, it doesn't necessarily have to cover 100% of your costs either. If you're, you know, comfortable, you know, only covering a portion of those costs, then that can determine what coverage level kind of makes sense for you too. And talking about 2024, what do I, if I'm a farmer, have to think about? As far as, you know, what they want to be going through with their agents, March 15th is the big deadline for the coverage. So if you want to cover those corn or those beans, which obviously any fields you don't have anything planted in, that's potential for putting corn or beans in, you know, definitely talk to your agent. If you're adding new land, land that's never been in your operation before, um, also talk to your agent about that because different uh, different scenarios might apply for, for that land too. Biggest thing is just know your cost. Know what you got to cover per acre so you can kind of plan ahead for that to make sure you've, you've got that covered in a way that makes you comfortable, whether it's crop insurance or, you know, marketing, what, whatever it is to make sure that those costs are covered if we had a catastrophic year. Um, I think some people may be frustrated this year with crop insurance because we felt like we had a really bad year, um, you know, precipitation-wise, weather-wise, it, it wasn't great. But in a lot of cases, there the yields actually are there. So I think some people might be frustrated with crop insurance not necessarily paying out. But the big thing to remember is you don't want to collect on crop insurance just like you don't want to collect on farm insurance every year. You don't want your buildings to burn. You don't want your crops to fail because if you don't collect on crop insurance, it means you yielded really well and you're able to make money off of that crop. So whatever decisions they need to make for the 2024 crop year, it's never too early to start thinking about those. That was Jenny Brown, multi-peril specialist team leader for Rural Mutual Insurance. As the current harvest season unfolds, she encourages farmers to look ahead and start having conversations about next year to prepare for that March 15th deadline. From the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Charity Seebecker.